Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Fuji Love Podcast. And also, welcome to episode 100. I'm Mark Sadowski, and this show, as always, is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm X Series and GFX, head on over to Fujilove.com. I'm super excited. It is episode 100 officially. Unofficially, it's actually episode 103, but what's wrong? For this 100th episode, I catch up with Fred Ranger. We got to share our opinions on new gear that we've been able to test out from Fujifilm, as well as some other amazing stuff that Fred has been up to. Let's check it out. I am so happy to welcome back Fred Ranger onto the show. You can definitely see Fred Ranger on his YouTube channel, his podcast, and you can also see him on the Fuji Love YouTube channel where he himself interviews many talented Fujifilm X photographers, but you can see them. <laughs> <laughs> so Fred, how's it going, man? It's doing great. It's doing good. Thank you so much for having me back on the show. Uh, this is a hundred episode. Wow, this is uh, this is awesome, Mark. You you've been uh, you've been such a great host, and uh, it, it's just a pleasure to to be back and uh, to be chatting. We had so much fun the last time, so uh, uh, I'm pretty sure we're gonna have uh, uh, even more fun today. Oh, definitely, because I mean, it, it's it's great that. Episode 100 falls on January, where we can kind of reflect on the previous year. And, uh, oh, by the way, the check is in the mail for the wonderful words you said. Um, (laughs) Do you take Venmo? (laughs) I take any, any type of transfer. It has been a very curious and interesting year for Fujifilm. Uh, Definitely, I have been having a great time with the show. Uh, let's start real quick with, uh, kind of where you are right now. You have, uh, an amazing, uh, digital, are you doing print as well or a digital magazine? Yeah. So I, I literally just released my first ever magazine, um, or yeah. photo zine, should I say? And, uh, it's both digital and also print, uh, via blurb. And that's, that's also my first experience using the, that service. And, uh, so far so good. Really like the, the end product. You, uh, gave me the digital version and I got to say silo number five or, or number five silo. I can't remember which order it was in silo number five. Yeah. Silent number five. Uh, first of all, five, my lucky number that I love that off the bat, but such amazing quality to, to the photos. Uh, usually when, uh, you know, publications do digital versions, it's always hit or miss with the, with the imaging that they do. Usually lettering is pretty spot on, but imaging is always a toss up. But on the iPad pro, your photos came out tack sharp and amazing. Thank you so much, Mark. Uh, it's I'm happy to hear that uh, again. First, uh, first time for me. So I, I did spend a, quite a bit of time on on trying to get it right uh, right off the bat. But uh, hearing that uh, reassures me. So so thank you so much. And uh, the feedback has been very very positive, uh, both on the printed and the uh, the digital version. And again, I want to highlight the fact that uh, Blurb is uh, doing a, a very good job. I'm not sponsored by them by any shape, way, or form, uh, but they they just happen to do a, a very good job on the on the print side. 
and how just to, and everything is going to be listed in the show notes today. Uh, but just uh, if, if somebody's not accessing the show notes or anything like that, let the world know where they can uh, find your magazine and find your photography. Absolutely. So they can visit fredranger.com. And if you do the slash store, you'll end on my prints and uh, the magazine will be there. There's also presets there. But uh, yeah, this is where you'll find the uh, the latest and greatest. And there's also a link to the blurb um printed version if you want to order the printed version and it uh, is going to be shipped to right to your uh, mailbox and uh and yeah so fredranger.com is the uh, the site man blurb has gone through so many evolutions and this is a really cool uh addition to their uh the, their print offerings yeah. um th- this is something that i'm going to be keeping an eye on because it th- w- what you produced is just awesome and it's you have a very minimalist design your your photography just stands out and again everything from the the technical side is just really amazing and it's not breaking the bank like a lot of print on demand <laughs> things do like it, this is very reasonably reasonably priced and it's uh it's it's pretty cool yeah and and uh, this was not to, to make any money <laughs> there it was really to to share uh a project that i've uh, photographed uh, a couple years ago actually uh, but one that was really unique because uh, i had access to silo number five which is pretty much an old uh, factory, one of the biggest and oldest one that's uh, now empty, but everything is still there. So I invite everybody who's curious about, you know, decay and uh, architecture. I shot it in black and white uh, also just to, you know, to, to make it even more moody. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so I invite everybody to go see. There's a preview of the book, which is also a very nice feature of Blurb. If you go on the Blurb side of things, you can actually preview the book um, or some of the photos in the, uh, in the photo zine. So it's a nice little preview there. And if you're interested in uh, downloading it, then you can. And also, uh, like I said, uh, have a printed version that's also possible. So as you were exploring this area, so the silo number five is specific, uh, is a very specific location. Um, yes, in the old you, part of Montreal, yeah. Well, say that again? It's in the old part of Montreal. Yeah. Gotcha. And did you have to go through any kind of like uh, special training, not special training, I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> safety precautions, because there are a lot of places there that looked, uh, let, let's just say your photography looked very daring. <laughs> well, <laughs> there was a bit of a, uh, I mean, yes, we were accompanied by uh, by a professional who actually um made sure that everything was secured. Uh, but the, I will admit that some of the photos that you see there, uh, sometimes my uh, uh, my foot was on something that was not necessarily very solid. <laughs> so uh, I took the <laughs> photo and then, then just run, uh, run away and uh, try, to, try to make it alive. But no, it was very uh, unique experience, like, like you said. We even ended up on the rooftop of that massive building. And again, I, I invite people to go see uh, Silo Number 5. Uh, in Montreal, it's uh, it's a very unique building. Uh, so we ended up on the on the roof, and we had a magnificent view, one that I've never been able to, to see because it's the it's in the old part, and it's the only building that has a three sixty view of the south shore of uh, Montreal, but also yeah. the, 
the downtown area. So, uh, but, but it was all icy on on, on the oh. on the rooftop. So we were kind of like you know trying not to slide. There was abs- absolutely no fence or anything around the uh, the roof. So yeah, so it was it was a bit. We, we did sign a little paper that said, uh, you know, if <laughs> it happens, well, it's you're you're, you're on your own. <laughs> Oh, you got to love those. <laughs> oh, you got to take risks to get the photo. <laughs> that, that is true. But my, my God, like there was, um, yeah, that, that, that was incredible. Um, it, 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 the, the photos, the contrast, your, your use of black and white. And, and again, I can't stress this enough. Uh, it, this is something that has to be seen and we could just, keep talking about it but it, it all comes down to uh, yeah, yeah j- just go look for yourself <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you um that is amazing uh and it's it's been great to see uh your work just continually progress you you have been doing some uh great uh videos on on, on your youtube channel and uh I, so the other thing that i wanted to touch on and, and this is kind of uh going around to like our own personal uh, evolutions of photography, but you have uh, kind of sized down your, the amount of equipment that you use. And we, we kind of talked about it uh, before the show and then earlier uh, in the week and everything. Uh, but you are now down to your Fuji film XE4 and your X. S10, correct? Correct. And I even made a video on uh, why I decided to downgrade, which is a very uh, unpopular thing to do, I guess, on YouTube to downgrade your camera <laughs> uh, and also uh, downsize, uh, most definitely, with the XS10 replacing kind of the XT4 and the XE4 kind of replacing the XT3. So it sets a very minimal kit. Um, I love it. I, uh, the same features, the same video quality I was getting on the X-T4. I'm, you know, almost there with the XS10, so not losing anything there, but it's smaller. Uh, and I, I ended up bringing it, uh, to more places because it's just, uh, just smaller. And yes, you're losing, you know, weather ceiling and, you know, some stuff, but, um, for me, the portability, the small, uh, factor and also the fact that uh, I love that grip, man. <laughs> that grip reminds me of the <laughs> XH1, and it has it. So it's, right now, it's the only one, uh, only modern X-Trans uh, four sensor that has that uh, that grip on the body. So I really like it. That grip just it, it is like such a game changer. And, and I got a chance to use it for about a le- less than a month. Uh, Fujifilm was kind enough to let me use it, and like my best like uh, overall experience with that camera is that it is the <laughs> my personal worst camera for stills but <laughs> it is such a godsend for video yeah like the button layout is, is so intuitive to to doing video production the the grip like you said is just you know rock solid and like you can start from the very beginning and just start going into video. Like everybody that I let borrow the camera, like while, while doing uh, some video samples, everybody just knew how to use the camera. It was just awesome. 
to, to be honest, I don't even know if I flipped it into photo mode uh, at all. <laughs> it was literally <laughs> became my my main video camera. So uh, yeah, I, it's 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 geared towards video shooter for sure. But of course, it's the same sensor you have in the X Pro Three, XT Four, and so on. So same image quality. If you want to do, if you want to shoot the photos with it, same exact quality. So gotta love that too. Yeah, and this is uh, one of those cameras that, like, right now the the rumor is that there's two different kinds of XH2s that are in production. And, and uh, there's a lot of talk of one of them being uh, a lower sensor size, like the, the, the current X-Trans sensor, and then the, evol- the, the evolved one, the, the new upgrade, uh, which is going to be like, what, 40-some-odd megapixels? Yeah, 40 um, megapixel, but- I think, yeah. But there's also talk of there being a stills version and a video version. Uh, I I kind of fall on the stills versus video. Like they'll essentially be able to do both, both cameras. Yeah. But one is just the button layout is made for the, the, the video people. And then the other camera will be just kind of the button layout will be geared towards the stills photographers. Yeah, I guess also low light. It reminds me of a like a SL versus SL2S. Also, Sony, what they did with the A7S3 and the A7 III or A7 IV now. Yep. Uh, so, so you you've got your your you know fully dedicated video camera and 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 stills camera. And to your point, both can do both video and and, and photos. But uh, uh, that that lower megapixel sensor allows you to to do more stuff and process more information and have better low light performance versus uh, as you mentioned the 40 megapixel which uh, you know might be a little bit geared towards more about the shooting photography with it yeah and I would say uh, like as, as far as ergonomics like it's again it, everything comes down to that grip that grip yeah. just man if uh I don't wish it for all cameras, uh, but for for the video camera, it just really, really fits that. Uh, it, it just really keeps it that extra amount of steady. Yeah, uh, and then with the the ISO, not the ISO, the um, IBIS. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, gotta uh, have IBIS for video for sure. Do you use that with uh, what? What kind of lens do you use for your video? Yeah, so I, I, I was using the sixteen one point four. Um, bit lacking on the autofocus side, though. It's it's an older lens. It's probably one of the sharpest and and you know one of my preferred lens. Um, but I'm find myself using more and more the the kit lens. <laughs> so yeah. the eighteen to fifty five. It's so good. It can go from 18 to 55 which is very useful when you're doing video want to zoom on stuff and um you know 2.8 to f4 it's, it's not bad it's really not bad um so uh so yeah so i find myself using the kit lens uh more and more when i do video although i will say that the 23 f2 is another one that i really like to put on uh, because you can blur the background a little bit more and um and i do use it for some some shots uh what I'm targeting is, uh, I think it's a lens. Uh, actually, it's a question for you. Did you end up buying the 23 f 1.4, or did you did you buy one of those 1.4 lens that that just came out? No, um, I need to 
get some more <laughs> get some more wedding photography under uh-huh. my belt. <laughs> um, like right now, all my purchasing has stopped until uh, business picks up again. Um, but that is still that is still kind of vexing me that there is just so many good lenses right now. Uh, the 33 millimeter is just an amazing lens. Yeah. Uh, I had the chance to use that uh, in December. And let me tell you that like, like I, the, the fight between the 33 and the 35, I don't think there's much of a contest. I think that uh, the 33, know, it's, it's, I just shot the 35 uh, today. Uh, just yeah. With my dog in the snow. And uh, man, again, there's something so unique about that lens. But again, I, I understand that that the other one is a better built weather sealed, and also the sharpness and all this stuff. But technically, completely agree, uh, superior. But uh, how can I say that? Uh, in terms of the soul of the yes. lens, I think I still prefer the 35. But it's very, very, very subjective. I mean, as 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 everyone. So else. to that point, okay, I I, I get it. I, I totally get what you mean. And as far as the soul goes, I would have to say that like the 35, you can never, you can never replace it. Yeah. Uh, as far as like that, that character, this is just another character. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> the, like this is going to be, and I'm going to quote something from serendipity that John Cusack kind of talks about this is like, you know, the, the, the 35 millimeter is like the Godfather. It is it is awesome, but then there's the Godfather too. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and, and that's the thirty three millimeter. Yeah, and especially with that forty megapixel XH two that's coming up, um, all that extra, uh, the way that the lens resolve the, the it's going to resolve the sensor. Um, this is definitely you know made for this new array of lenses: the the one point four, the twenty three, the thirty. Three and uh, what's the other one that they do? The eighteen, they, yeah, the eighteen, yeah, which is another lens that's superb. So yeah, when, yeah. when, when you're at the forty megapixel on APS-C sensor, those lenses are going to resolve so you know crispy and 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 so good, right? Yeah, definitely. And that has just been like, which one do I want to get first? <laughs> is exactly. like such a, such a world uh, first world problem. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I to, right now I still don't know. Like the 35 is like high on the list. Um, the 18 millimeters probably uh, right up there. Um, the 23, I don't. I, I think I'm happy with the f2. I think the 18 is probably the one I'm going to have to go with. Yeah, a bit wider um, becomes kind of your wide angle shot, I guess. Uh, for yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much, and you it's, just, it's good in the field too. Uh, 1.4 right now or uh, what's oh, your I don't have a wide angle right now. Oh, you don't have a wide angle. Okay. No, no. I, uh, that's where I'm lacking and, uh, I'm, I'm beginning to regret that because the last two gigs that I photographed kind of requ- not required it, but it would have been handy if I, if I had a wide angle. Uh-huh. So I guess, uh, that will, uh, skew your decision for, uh, for the next purchase. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but I was able to make do. Uh, I was able to to get the shot still. So we're yeah, just, it's, we're just a bit further, right? <laughs> it's like yeah, I just had to do 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 a little bit of walking. 
and uh, holding the camera behind me a little bit more. <laughs> well, I, I guess uh, I don't know who said that first, but uh, the best zoom is uh, is on your feet. You just you just go back and there you go. You have yeah. It. <laughs> Let me tell you that tilt sh- uh, that that tilt uh, LCD monitor. Yeah, <laughs> definitely came in handy. <laughs> um. But yeah, your so your your video work uh, on on your YouTube channel has been awesome, and like that XS10, that that quality is just you're you're doing an awesome job with with your videos, and, and some like you did a lot of uh, uh, Leica uh, videos as well, yeah. and like so everything is being filmed on the XS10, like. Yes. What has this aside from the, the like the the size? Like what what else has this camera uh, helped you with? Like as, as far as like accessibility or, or um, when you're doing your your video work? Yeah, well, I mean that 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 flip out screen, of course, is is uh, uh, you know helping me a lot to to monitor. I don't have to hook up a, a big monitor when I was using the XT3 um, or before that the XT2. So. Um, I don't have to to do that. Of course, the XT4 had it, <clears throat> but again, the form factor for me is the the, the most interesting factor about this this camera, um, and also just the, the the simpleness. On I just flip it on, I, I hit record. I'm recording 4K, um, 24P, and the the image is just gorgeous. I, I use the Eterna um, film simulation. I don't even shoot in in F log because uh, I don't have time <laughs> to grade and I'm not really yeah. good at it. And, and, and thank you for your comments about my videos, because I have some videos. If you go way back when I first starting posting on YouTube, um, I was a horrible and I'm still not a good videographer, but I, I'm starting to learn a few techniques and Fujifilm has simplified that for me so when i was uh, trying to make an a7 III work for me or you know, I, I, I used sony cameras for a little while and before that an a6500 i was getting lost in the menus i was i was trying to to get the image i wanted i, I looked like if uh, if i was coming back from a boxing match uh, my face was all red and stuff and i was yeah. trying to correct that was not working so again to go back to the the camera it's just a nice evolution of everything i love about the colors and the output of uh, the Fujifilm cameras, but in a smaller bodies. Also, the, the button placement, to your point, you can assign different uh, functions to those dials. There's a top dial that's very handy. Um, and also, you can uh, really customize it to, to make it uh, work for you. And um, again, XS10, the, 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 the main factor is the size. I, I, end, I ended up bringing it uh, in more places than, than ever. The X-T4, to be honest, sometimes like, ah, oh, do I really want to bring, you know, that that big quote unquote it is smaller than a, a DSLR but uh, but it's still uh, still weight uh, a little bit more than uh, than most of those cameras out there so again uh, very very small very handy nice output and uh, that's that's all I want from a video camera this the, the more simple the better the one thing that I haven't been able to work out uh, now the xs10 like like you said it just small you can make that thing disappear uh as far as uh the weight that you have to uh lug around and and the the kind of bags that you're bringing along for uh your your projects uh the one thing that i haven't really been able to solve is the tripod issue Mm. uh like like when i'm recording b-roll footage uh (laughs) 
Like I'll do long exposure photography, things like that. But suddenly the, my tripod disappears when, when I'm like doing some walking here and there. And I, I want to find something that's good for the video camera so that I can be holding a tripod uh, in, in my B-roll. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what are you using for your video camera as far as to keep it steady? Yeah, well, I, I, I do use a tripod, but I, I use, um, it's kind of a handle that goes into the hot shoe of the camera. Uh-huh. So, and, and so then I have, uh, uh, I, I take the camera from that handle, and then the, the, the camera's under uh, the handle, and then I put another hand under it so it can stabilize the shot. So it becomes kind of bit, a bit of a, I don't know if you're familiar with the small rig uh, cages. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's similar to that. Uh, it's it's probably actually a small rig product. I, I should I should have checked that before the show, but uh, <laughs> it's just a handle uh, that you that goes into the the hot shoe of the of the camera. And for me, uh, it's been uh, it's been serving me well. That's awesome. You know what? I I I gotta look into that. That yeah. and small rig makes some great things because the next thing we'll, that we will talk about is your XE4. My XE4 has the small rig. Uh, L bracket. Uh-huh. Um, that's the only place that I was able to find a good solid L bracket for, for the XE4. Um, that is if I want to use the L bracket, there are times where I'm using the nice leather case just to kind of show it off. Uh, but if there are days where I need the tripod and need to, uh, keep it steady. Uh, I, I'll, I'll use the L bracket. Um, so how are you using your XE4? Like what, what is, how, how has that, uh, replaced the XT3? Well, uh, it did replace the XT3, but, uh, I, I'm, I'm, uh, a bit, uh, sad to announce that it also replaced my X100V. I mean, I still have it, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, it uh, it completely became a, a pocket camera uh, with that twenty three uh, pancake lens. It's oh, the twenty seven uh, pancake. Uh, sorry, the twenty seven. Yeah, it's it's the it's it's a perfect marriage. Um, it's literally a camera that I put in my jacket when I when I go out, and um, and the quality again. It's all about those those quality files that come out of it. So uh, so I use it uh, bare naked. I don't know if that's a word in English, but uh, <laughs> nothing nothing on it. Just a nice uh, strap and uh, and that's it. Uh, the 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 minimum uh, uh, gear on it, and just uh, throw it in my coat uh, coat uh, jacket, and and that's it. That is the XE4 is such a fun camera to use without any kind of addition additional. Accoutrement, if you will. <laughs> um, it, the first time I used it, it, it was um, it was way back in the summer, and yes, like just holding it without uh, the L bracket and, and and or or anything else on it just felt like like that minimalist felt relieving. It, it felt just refreshing, and, and that. Uh, like like the closest thing I, I I have to thinking about is if anybody has used the uh Fujifilm uh, the X what was it the X seventy yeah that little camera like that is probably the closest that that I'll get to using that camera again 
is, is through the XE4. And like, yeah, that, that minimalist approach doesn't take away from the photos. Like a lot of people are complaining about the, the, the lack of buttons on the back. And I think the XC4 has that perfect balance. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, it's actually smaller than the X100V. The first time I, I, uh, I used it and I compared it, uh, I was like, wow, this thing is smaller than an X100V, which is a fixed lens, uh, uh, 23. So, so it's, uh, it's, it was, uh, very surprising when I, when I saw the, the size of it. Um, and to be honest, uh, the the fact that you can just use it as a as a point and shoot. Also, I almost always use it as I mean aperture priority, but yeah, pretty much just I see something, take it out, click, and then put it back. So t- to your point, it doesn't feel like work. It really feels like um, just a fun camera to use. I still can't find a twenty seven millimeter lens. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. You, you, so so nothing at B and H, nothing anywhere. Nothing. I, every place I look, it's it is. So if if those are who who are interested on the Fuji Love uh, YouTube channel, I, I did a hands on with the twenty seven millimeter. I got to borrow one from Fujifilm, and I was able to take that into a snowstorm, take it around uh, a few hiking trails, and it was my experience with the lens because. I haven't been able to use this lens <laughs> at all. Uh, it is, and it's showing. I think in one part of the video, I just show exactly how many messages I've gotten from B and H saying that this photo, that this lens is not available yet. <laughs> Still on you had a taste of it, and, and you had to send it back. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> I, let me tell you, I, I, I an empty back a box almost went back. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Here's your lens. Oh, it's a rock hey, now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what, what I don't know what could have happened. I don't know what happened, guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's such a great little camera. I'm I'm looking at the L bracket, so it has the the grip. Also, it, it's not just the 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 tripod, the Arca Swiss type. It's also it gives you a, a bit of an extra grip, right, with the L bracket. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's um, that is. I'll, I'll use the L bracket for when I'm out on a trail. Uh, if, if I'm going to do any kind of uh, long exposure photography, uh, I'll dress it up in the the industrial outfit. Yeah. But if I'm just going on a casual walk, just somewhere, I'll, I'll just put the leather uh, leather jacket on it. And uh, I, I always want some kind of protection on the cameras because yeah. I've, I've had too many bad experiences. Uh, and I know that the L bracket has saved the camera before. <laughs> Um, and, and so, yeah, um, the, the small rig did a pretty good job of, uh, covering up the, the, the little camera. I might get the video attachment, but if you say that there's, uh, just a handle that attaches yep. to the hot shoe, then mm-hmm. that might be all I need. Yeah, it does a pretty, uh, fairly good job. And, and to be honest, it's it's the camera that I now recommend to anyone who's, you know, interested in either starting photography or, or buying their first Fujifilm camera. Uh, I just recommended it to two friends and they they bought it and they, they sent me uh, emails and, and and phone calls and they were all like, wow, this is this is a beautiful camera. They, they Well, first of all, it looks good. And, yeah. And secondly, uh, the files are just amazing. And also the fact that it's not a, a big bulky 
camera that uh, that feels like if you're you know going on an assignment or something so so people uh, really uh, seem to be enjoying it i used to recommend the x100 uh, but uh, now that you can change the lenses you can learn more about focal length and stuff like that so yeah i recommend the xc4 so with your uh photography uh, how tell tell me a little bit about how 2021 kind of shaped your photography career like what what was your experience uh last year and um we'll we'll get into how everything's moving forward for 2022 what you're looking forward to but like what was your experience like overall with with 2021 how 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 was your uh god it's such a subjective question that i'm loading (laughs) you with (laughs) no but it's a good question uh i mean if you i think if you look at the videos that are released um it was a well like a lot of people out there uh, it was a it was not an easy year for anyone who's creative um my whole thing was about um storytelling uh during uh travels so capturing all of those stories local stories and so on and so forth um so you know couldn't do that for <laughs> 18 yeah. months so i i went back to montreal which is my hometown and i rediscovered it again like a lot of people rediscovered uh your hometown and also a bit around. So, uh, so I, I started to fall in love again with uh, Montreal and, and surroundings. So, if you look at you know some of the latest videos, uh, POV videos that I released, there's like three uh, that are that were shot in Montreal, one in uh, parks around Montreal, so like an hour from Montreal, and also a lot of uh, videos about books, also because that's what kept me sane uh, throughout the whole experience that that we all went through. So yeah. looking at other people's work. And trying to find more purpose in my photography, that's something that I've been able to do. So turning a, a bad situation uh, with what with, with was uh, uh, the whole thing that's happening right now, uh, but also trying to find a, some positive out of it. So, so spending more quality time with um, other bodies of work from other people and, and getting it inspired uh, from it. So, uh, so for me, it was, uh, I could say, an introspective year where yeah. I, I, I thought about what I wanted to uh, do more projects, less uh, nice images uh, and and maybe more images that meant something to me or to a community or uh, about a story that I was capturing. So that that that's where that's where I'm at today and, and I'm very happy uh, to be honest on uh, how my photography has evolved. I think I'm I'm a more uh, intentional photographer than I used to be. Uh, back then it was all about capturing the the best image and the the, the prettiest image. Now yeah. it's uh, it, it's it's an image that means something uh, either to me uh, or to uh, to other people. I was really impressed with how your uh, your channel in particular. That's probably the the thing that I watch uh, the most, and, and then second is your uh, Instagram feed. Mm-hmm. But um, the the focus that you've put into your uh, videos. Uh, while your your video to, I mean, to me, your videos have always been awesome to, to watch, but I feel that you have kind of zeroed in on a path and and are, um, steadily going like moving towards, 
uh, a, a really solid direction. Um, and to your point, the storytelling has become uh, stronger for it. And seeing as that's what you're focusing on. <laughs> um, but, it, and as a result, much more entertaining and, like I, I do in, enjoy that, and a um, little bit of a uh, fanboy here. Um, <laughs> do try to uh, emulate that when, when I do uh, my my own uh, videos because uh, the, your your direction uh, is like super sharp, and uh, overall it, it just really emphasizes the the storytelling that you do and the the, uh, the the way you display your photos uh as the punctuation to your videos is, is just really solid well th- thank you mark because that's uh something that uh, that's dear to my heart and and uh because i started the channel with gear review because that's what worked and i was interested yeah. in it and that's fine but man how many how many gear review can you do in 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 a year or in two years three years uh it gets all that and and there's people that are way better than me if you want gear like the most technical ones there's gerald undone if you want uh ones that are the funniest one there's camera conspiracy i mean they're again the, yeah. these guys are mastered the art of doing reviews uh one is more technical the other one's more funny so for me it was more about okay how, how do i continue giving value to an audience that doesn't want to watch another guy talking about the fact that this has a 1.4 aperture versus two and so on and so forth. And I'm not, to be honest, I'm not the best also at the, at the technical aspect of photography. I'm a self-taught photographer. So for me, I said, okay, what, what am I good at? I'm good at storytelling. I'm good at capturing um, uh, a story and, and, and talking about it. And I'm, I'm, I'm also good at uh, explaining the context. Uh, if content is king, I truly believe that context is queen. That, that's, how I, that's how I see uh, the way I, uh, I talk about photography on, on the channel. So I'm excited about what's, uh, what's next because speaking of projects, I do have a couple that are in the works and it just not, it, it involves other people, other talented photographer. So we're discussing right now, uh, um, you know, get it, hitting the road if we can and, uh, and capturing uh, even more incredible stories and sharing it on, on the channel. So that's, uh, that's very exciting. That is awesome. Have you, um, now, now this is just for me, me feeling around, uh, <laughs> has Canada opened its borders yet? Yes. The borders are open. Uh, it is, uh, you have to do like 17 tests uh, to make sure you don't have uh, COVID <laughs> to come and to go out, but uh, it is possible to come in and, and to go out. Yes. I, I, I really want to see Montreal. Montreal looks just amazing uh, w- w- with the old architecture. And um, after having so many interviews with Canadian photographers, like I, I, I want to make a tour of uh, Canada and see, how much I could photograph before uh, my, my, my camera batteries blow up. <laughs> uh, well, it's definitely uh, <laughs> uh, street photography and nature photography. There, there's a bit of everything for everyone and very unique, uh, unique architecture to your point in Montreal because uh, French, English, uh, old, new, uh, you've, you've got a bit of everything. Right. Uh, I'll just make sure I don't 
put the Bruins hat on. <laughs> nope. Don't, don't for do that. Well, if you want to come back alive, it depends. <laughs> uh, it's all good. Um, yeah, it's uh, – is there anything that you can talk uh, talk about? I know you have personal projects with uh, mm-hmm. other photographers and, and everything, but – what are so? Let's just start with this. For, take it away from the the personal uh, with Fujifilm. What what do you want to see coming forward with uh, the kind of uh, M, not eminent, but like it seems like the XH two of whatever variety is going to launch, uh, and per, perhaps more cameras, more lenses. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, uh, just like the the last time we spoke, uh, XH2 definitely. Uh, I, I'm gonna jump on that when it's uh, when it's available, and I want lenses that can uh, autofocus rapidly for video, and that are uh, you know weather sealed and all this great stuff. So for me, uh, speaking of personal projects, I want to be able to hit the road and not worry about the gear. Uh, the XS10, as, m- as much as I'm praising the XS10 today, not sure I want to shoot it in you know pouring rain and with a with an old 35 that doesn't autofocus very fast. So all this um, those things are become important when you when you're on the road and you need the uh, you know gear that's going to last and also the battery. That's also something that uh, the XS10 uses the the smaller battery, the same ones as in the XT3. So the XH2, it's gonna use either the ones in the XT4 or a new one. Who knows? But uh, but those are factors that I want to see in the next uh, XH2, and I'm gonna be the first one in line to to add it to my to my kit to capture all those crazy stories that uh, that are about to uh, to unfold uh, in the in in 2022. Nice. Yeah, that the the X. T3 and XT4 battery types. What 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 a night and day difference. Yeah. The XT4, I will commend it for its new battery. That that is such a long-lasting battery. Um when I was using the uh XT3 for my video or the XS10, I was going through so many batteries. Yeah, that's it's not the best for that, but I understand for the for the XS10, it's a smaller you know, camera, but uh, XT3, uh, yeah, it, w- it was time for an update, and, and they, they nailed it with uh, the XT4 battery. For sure. Yeah, and by the way, I'm not griping about the, the battery. I'm, I'm fully aware that it, it is what it is. Uh, that's just physics, and they were able to do some pretty cool physics with the new battery on the XT4. Yeah, yeah. Um, right on. Uh, I I don't know. Like, I, the, the XH... Two, whatever it's going to do, uh, I'm probably still not going to get it. Uh, I'm as much as I love the battery grip on the XS10. I think the XS10 is the right size hmm. for what I'm looking for. And again, I'm not looking to do any kind of crazy important videos. It's just you know the silly stuff that I'm doing on YouTube. Um. I'm probably going to get the XT4 if it ever comes down on price. Yeah. Uh, that's the direction I'll probably move towards. Uh, maybe with the release of the XH2, the XT4 will go down in price. And uh, my God, still, to this day, the X, 
X Pro Three <laughs> hasn't gone down in price yet. That is yeah. the one camera that I've really been looking forward to to have as a kind of uh, just as my uh, cool camera to 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 bring along. I, I love my XC Four, yeah, but the the X Pro Three, man, there's just something about that. I agree. Uh, I agree. My, that, I regret selling the X Pro Two, to be honest, um, which was probably one of my favorite Fujifilm cameras of, of all time. The the XT series, I I like it. It's very functional, uh, gets the gets the job done, and uh, very powerful. But the X Pro Three, with all you know of its quirks and 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 criticism, it's still for me uh, the coolest Fujifilm camera. And it has, you know, again, the same sensor, which is very common for Fujifilm uh, as the X-T4 and, and all these great cameras. So um, the form factor, the rangefinder style approach, the hybrid viewfinder. I mean, who does that in, in 2020, well, one and two, um, to have a, a hybrid uh, viewfinder in, a, in an interchangeable lens camera? That's that's very unique. And, and the hidden screen, well, this is more... Uh, you know, it's like it's like talking about wine. Do you like it? Do you don't like it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the if uh, I hope they don't abandon the hidden screen. I, I really think the hidden screen um, is cool. Yeah, because like I, I can't stress this enough the the magic to the camera. Uh, I personally feel is in the way you hold it. Like if anybody has held a film camera, regardless if it's Canon, Nikon, Fuji, uh, you have such a wide grip on, uh, on that camera. Your thumb has free reign to rest anywhere on the back. Mm-hmm. And on a digital camera, we tend to tuck that thumb real close to, to, to the hand because of the LCD screen. That wasn't a problem with the X X Pro Three. Like you were able to kind of just stretch, and it just felt like a film camera again. Yeah, and I think that was the true magic of the 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 camera. And to to a, to some degree, the the XT Four was able to share in that because you were able to tuck in that LCD screen as well. Yeah. Um, and so I would say if if they make an X Pro 3, I hope they don't abandon that um, that hidden LCD screen. I hope that you're able to like pop it out, swivel it on some sort of access and, and then have the X, you know the, the LCD screen present if you want it to, but, I hope that you can still hide it. I, I completely agree, and, and this is what's beautiful about the Fujifilm lineup is is there's a camera for for everyone. Yeah. So if you want the most film quote unquote experience, uh, that's the X Pro. If you want the uh, the latest and greatest, the XT4. If you want a video camera, XS10. So again, uh, there, there there's a lot of options, and and the XC4 for the. Uh, all day, uh, everyday camera. So, so uh, I, I don't understand when people are are, are, are bitching and, and hating on on a model um, from any uh, camera manufacturers. They're, they're, it, now it's it's hard to find a bad camera. They're all so good. 
yes including the fujifilm camera so now it's just a matter of choosing the the form the style and this is where uh, to, to your earlier comment um i think video gear reviews are becoming harder to do because you know sensors are great iso performance is great and yes there's minimal differences between autofocus speed and so on and so forth but man uh, we live in a we're spoiled. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> go, go tell uh, that to uh, Bruce Gilden or, you know, these guys that were shooting on uh, range their cameras, manual focus with slow uh, speed uh, film and so on. Uh, they, they, they would be like, what? What are you complaining about? The camera does everything for you, you know? <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. What they were doing with, without IBIS. <laughs> exactly what i piss now just just put your your hands together and, and be still don't breathe <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man but the x pro 3 yeah for, for me again x pro 2 i think it's one of my favorite camera of all time uh and i'm including any uh, manufacturer there x pro 3 um i really liked it i think there was something about the the um the ovf um that, that didn't allow to put wider angle lenses that, that were allowed on the X-Pro2. There, there was something there that I was like, oh, okay, so that's interesting, but uh, yeah, might not uh, might not be good on the long run. Uh, but that hidden screen, all day, every day, I think I suggested that on your last show with Tac8 to remove it entirely, and I don't know if I'm still alive. Nobody, uh, nobody, <laughs> anything, but uh, uh, I'm a big fan. I think it's the Leica MD, I think the one that has absolutely no screen. That's, uh, yeah, if you really want the closest thing to, to film without having to load a film, buy uh, an X-Pro3 or, or like an MD. <laughs> Again, I just really hope it comes down in price because I will be yeah. probably the first one in line to buy it as soon as. So it hasn't budged at all? Like it's the same price? I have not seen it bunch oh, at all. Yeah. You know what? The, I'm, I'm going to go into um, B&H right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, riveting audio right now. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's maybe it's your lucky day. It's oh, no life. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, nope. Nah. Still, uh, uh, they're actually um, saying that they're out of stock. Huh. Oh no! One of them is in stock. The Dura Silver is in stock, which is two hundred bucks uh, more. More. <laughs> It's, it's, it's not your lucky day. <laughs> no, it's not my lucky day. Oh, actually, you know what? While I'm here, um, let's uh, go into 27 millimeter. Uh huh. And uh, new item coming soon. Nope. <laughs> okay. That that yeah, it's not just uh, hard for photographers. That that the past 18 months also hard for manufacturers and camera brands. They they can't get the parts. They can't get the. Uh, their shipment uh, delivered. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's affecting. Yeah, I totally get that. that I, it is. It can't be a fun time for them, especially right. with uh, new stuff. You know, trying to keep up with the new stuff coming out. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm super pumped about 2022. Um, I, I think 2021 has. Uh, I also kind of had my uh, introspective year in that, you know, seeing what kind of photography I want to be doing. And to that point, uh, I, I'm very grateful for Fuji love to, to give me the opportunity to be able to test so many 
different kinds of cameras and uh, in such short amount of time. Um, because uh, again, to one of the coolest things that I was able to do last year was take one of my most favorite photos ever. Like nice when, when the stars align and, and, and you, you kind of have that feeling to, to chase a photo and, and come out with something that you didn't even expect to, to take like that was uh, th- that happened last year. And it was such a amazing feeling and to have my family there too. <laughs> wow. That's, Being that's, able that's to, the reason we're doing this, man. That's, that's, you get up in the morning and you hope for that, that day. So I'm happy that, the, that it happened to you. This is so cool. Yeah. And it's, uh, I, I posted on my Instagram. It's, uh, the, the, the foggy day with the boats. Kind oh, of, yeah, I remember uh, that one. That was a pretty photo, man. This is just, and it's, it's even better to know that, the, it, you know, you had a, such a, a moment, like we say. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Oh, it, it felt good. X Pro Three. That's that's what I uh, took it on. Uh, <laughs> another <laughs> point for the X Pro. <laughs> yep, uh, it, it it felt good. And then towards the end of the year, uh, when when I finally got my uh, XE Four back, yeah, it was just that that last couple months when I was able to throw on the twenty seven. Uh, I was just kind of going everywhere and just having a fun time with it. And, and it was, uh, it, it was like my best friend with me. <laughs> <laughs> was, was your photo, the one with the boats, uh, and the fog, uh, I think it says uh, a vertical composition of boat in Perkins Cove. Perkins Cove. Yeah. Nice. That's a very cool photo. Love it. Thanks man. Super cool. And that's the 35, uh, F2, right? I think I had the 23 F2 on it. Okay. Uh, I don't remember actually. I'll have to look at which one I had. I, it has to be the 23, I think. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it was just, just everything aligning properly. It was like right after a hurricane mm. and just suddenly everything was covered in a layer of fog, uh, on, on the East coast. And, uh, I'm like, All right, it's a sign <laughs> family. We're, we're, I know you wanted lunch, but, uh, <laughs> we're taking a bit of a detour, uh, like a 40 mile detour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that's again, that's why, that's why we do this. Uh, you know, photography can be so hard, but also so rewarding at the same time. So that's why, uh, that's why when moments like that happen, it keeps you going. Uh, I, I feel the same way when, uh, uh, you know what I like also? It's when you do a day of shooting and then you don't think, you know, that you have any good shot, but then you load it in Lightroom or whatever editing software you use and you're like, wow, okay, I, I was not even aware that I took this shot. And then you, uh, you you look at it the next day and then a week after and then it grows on you and then it becomes one of your favorite shots. I mean, this is also why I, I like photography. Some photos are not necessarily you know, calling you the first time you see it, but then you let it sink in, you, you, you relook at it a week, a month after, and then you're like, wow, okay, this is, this, this photo really speaks to me. And, and, uh, and yeah, that's, that's why we do this. <laughs> you know what? Funny you mentioned that because I totally agree with you there because when you're looking through the viewfinder, you're only seeing just an overall composition. 
sometimes seeing the the finer details is um, is a little harder. Um, one of the photos that I took on New Year's Day, uh, and I, I did a video of this uh, also on uh, on my personal channel. Uh, if you go search for Tiny Shutter, um, you'll you'll be able to find uh, my, my my own YouTube channel. Um, I did uh, kind of like a ten days of Fujifilm just to kind of celebrate the ten years of uh, Fuji Mount. And one of the photos that I took uh, on New Year's Day was of a like, like it is like creepy, uh, like beachside uh, where, where everybody's already gone home because everybody's all partied out, and, and the pizza places are still open, and uh, it is just kind of uh, like just nobody around. And I took a photo of like the, the pizza place with the neon signs and everything. And the way the, the, the guy by the counter who was also the only employee working, he was doing the pizza, doing everything, just the way he had his back turned with the, the emblem of the establishment right on his back. It was just like so perfect. And, uh, it ended up being one of my favorite shots of, uh, 2023. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. It's a very cool photo. Uh, 2022, rather. 2023. Yes. This is the one with the, the eye from pizza missing, right? It's, it's, yes. it's not broken, and then he has his back. Yeah. For me, it, it feels like, uh, you know, we're turning our back to a to a shitty year that we just had. Yes. Uh, <laughs> done. And if the eye doesn't work, I don't care. <laughs> yep. You're eating bza. <laughs> <laughs> it's good pizza, too. Uh, okay, okay, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's uh, yeah, I, I I loved it. Like the the mood was just so, uh, just so sparse and I just just you could hear people in the distance. Uh, like that that's how much of a echo that you could hear is people from uh, you know many many yards away, and it, it was great. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, gosh. Uh, so, 2022. Um, man, is, is there a place that you absolutely want to visit that you haven't been able to visit in the last few years? So many places. So many places. It's, I'm. I. You know. I'm itching to go back to traveling. It's. Uh, it's hard. Uh, but yeah. So. So. Couple. Couple. Um, countries and, and cities. I mean, I've never been to, to Japan. Uh, I know it's on a lot of people's list, but there's a reason for that. It's it's such a uh, an experience uh, when you go there, according to people uh, who yeah. went and, and came back and said, wow, uh, so that's definitely one that I want that's on top of my list. I mean, Tokyo, yes, but also, uh, you know, outside the, of, of Tokyo. So that's uh, the first one. Uh, I also want to go to Spain, Um it's it's on my list. I do have a trip to Italy, and and I'm crossing my fingers. I know right now it would not be possible, but it's for this summer. Yeah. So if uh, everything aligns and the stars are uh, aligned too, uh, I might go to Italy and in, in the uh, the Amalfi Coast. So uh, so uh, this is uh, 
This is a place I always wanted to photograph and to see and to um, also, uh, you know, live with the locals a bit. So when we go, we never, you know, go in fancy hotels and stuff. We like to be with the locals and capture the stories there. So that's that's uh, that's on my list. And um, and also, I want to go back uh, to uh, to Amsterdam. That's that's a city that that I miss right now because I used to go there for work uh, every uh, you know every quarter, so every three four months. And now yeah. I haven't been for so long and I really want to go back. There's so many crazy spots to, to photograph. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. I bet the street photography there could be very lively. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, yes, it is. So, so Amsterdam and Rotterdam and, and all these, these places in the, in the Netherlands. So, so those, those are kind of my, uh, my top picks for, for 2022. But le- again, let's cross our fingers that we can actually hop yes. on a plane and, and be, be safe uh, doing it. I um I have uh Poland on my list. Nice. Uh, I finally want to go back and see it again. Um I, the last time I was in Poland and uh, god I'm I'm in my mid 40s right now. I was in second grade when, when I went there and back then it was still under communist rule. Wow. Um but I don't remember so much the, the the communist stuff. Like it's it's just someplace that I I, I was, um, and like just just the way my family is right now, and me being kind of like in, in a reflective mood. I, I do want to go see my roots without having to visit family out there. I just kind of want to be unknown hmm. uh, and, and visit s- different places and, and to kind of experience it. And um, yeah, I, I think that's probably number one on my list to, to kind of go see. Well, speaking uh, of being, uh, you know, intentional with your photography and having a purpose, going back to your roots, I'm pretty sure uh, regardless of the model of camera that's going to be in your hands uh you're gonna you know you're gonna feel the emotion and, and being able to capture it is uh it's literally you know documenting something important in, in your life that's uh that's uh that's a that's that's the very uh, you know interesting side of photography that that's the one i like <laughs> yeah oh totally um number two is probably uh that my my tour of canada um, is, uh, I know, I know Canada is, uh, best country yeah. in the world. Yeah. Yeah. best country. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree okay. because, uh, <laughs> the, the last two years, um, uh, my side has some splating to do. <laughs> we need to get along a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, all, all jokes aside, it's, um, uh, like j- just, the, the variety that I, I've uh, had the chance to see other photographers uh, photograph. I, I just want to uh, experience that and maybe hang out with said photographers. So like hang out with you in Montreal, um, uh, Brett Henderson uh, out in uh, Calgary and uh, Banff and all those areas uh, be able to photograph with him uh, to just so much to 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 kind of explore and i know i'll only 
scratch the surface, but I, I do want to see Canada again. And, uh, and then I guess number three uh, would be to explore more of my surrounding areas here. Um, New England, there's still so much that I haven't seen and like, I want to kind of experience it all. I've focused a lot of my attention mainly because of wedding photography Mm -hmm. uh, in the, the New Hampshire, uh, the Maine area, the, the Vermont mountains. Uh, I've kind of focused my, my my kind of uh brand in that area but uh, i mean there's just so much that is uh new england that i I want to see more i want to see more of like the coastal area like the 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 fishing uh villages and you know things like that is going to be like top on my list so if if i can't find a way to travel to uh to europe or to canada then that is something that i'll probably kind of get laser focused on uh, and see if i can uh do some uh good projects that way that's pretty cool do do you find it harder uh like when it's your known surroundings if i if i may say uh i i know i'm i struggle sometimes to to find those photo opportunities i don't know why it's 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 it shouldn't i mean it's you know, as inspiring as any other destination, but when it's your hometown or it's your, you know, province or, or state or whatever, um, do you find it harder on, on your side? I actually have an app to help me. Aha! Uh-huh. I um, I, I it pisses off a lot of photographers. Actually, <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you offline. Okay. <laughs> um, but this app is just so good at kind of helping you find things to at least get ideas to photograph. But uh, I'm going to put it as a teaser to, to, mm. to everybody on the show. <laughs> yeah, no. We're, we're going to end it on this uh, because I might do a video on this, but uh, there, there there is an app that I have used to find like great street art, uh, great architecture. Uh, I've been able to find, uh, the the trails and areas that uh, I've passed many many times and never knew there was a, a nature trail. Um, it, it is really cool. And uh, if anybody wants to know, uh, I'm going to say send me a line to Fuji Love. Uh, my email address is FujiLoveFeedback at gmail dot com. If you want to know it, but you're not going to like it. <laughs> well, I sent you an email, so I'm. I hope you're gonna. There you go. I'll, I'll tell you one once we stop recording, man. But uh-huh. uh, but yeah, it's it, it's kind of one of those. Uh, I I did a video on it a long time ago, and it did so horrible that I deleted the video. <laughs> uh, well, but, you uh, stay inspired. So sometimes, if there's an app for that, uh, like uh, like they say, uh, why why not? I mean, uh, I use photo pills for to know when the sun, uh, where the sun's gonna be, and and to place the sun exactly where i want it to be and so why not uh, having this type of app for staying inspired in your own city or location you're at i, I like that i'm not against it right on um well we'll, we'll see <laughs> <laughs> so actually you know what uh let's do this um 
let, let's uh, put a pin in our conversation. Um, cause you definitely got to come back, man. Uh, later in the year when, when Fujifilm finally makes some more announcements and everything. Um, sure. But uh, tell the world where they can find you on the web. Yep. So um, fredranger.com for, uh, to see my work and to learn more about my zine that I just released uh, and also to find everything related to my photography and videography. Uh, but if you are more of an Instagram person or Twitter, I'm at Fred Ranger. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. Awesome. And uh, man, we got to get you back on the show soon. Um, I, I can't wait. Uh, it, I, I always love these kind of uh, uh, reflection shows where we get to talk about gear and talk about personal projects and um, always, I, I can't think of any of anybody else to do that other than you, man, you, you're a uh, great Fujifilm, uh, Fuji love contributor. And uh, uh, thank you. Thank you for your work that you do. And uh, I can't wait for 2022, man. Well, Mark, this is uh, this is always a pleasure to, to connect with you. We have uh, so much fun doing these, and uh, it's just you know fun to have two uh, like-minded people talking about creativity, gear, um, photography, and, and our aspirations. And, and like you said, we're I guess we're two people in our forties, so we have a lot of questions, more maybe more questions than answers. So I don't know what uh, if that makes a great show, but it's always fun to talk to you. <laughs> right on, man. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show, and I hope to see you back next week. I wanted to also mention one more time that this is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm X-Series and GFX, head on over to fujilove.com. Subscribe today. And my name is Mark Sadowski. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter. Mostly Instagram, though. I'm at Mark Sadowski. That's Mark with a C. And you can also check out my other podcast, Xmark. It's a Fujifilm-esque kind of show, where it's more spice of life and pretty infrequent. But if you want more of my voice, that's the place to check it out. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon.